Hi guys, welcome to Cow Corner Cricket Cast. I'm your host Pratham. I'm joined by my mate Rohan, and today we're going to be discussing this, the 43rd match of this 2021 IPL season. And it was a showdown between the two Royals uh, in in this franchise tournament. The Royal Challengers Bangalore on one end, and the Rajasthan Royals on the other. Going into the match, both teams had the pressure on them. Both teams are looking to qualify with it for the playoffs um, in that top four uh, and be in the top four, essentially, of that points table. Uh, we had a situation here where going into the match, Rajasthan had to win three of their four matches. That two had a healthy net run rate as to improve their net, current relatively poor net run rate uh, in order to proceed further in this tournament. Like On the other hand, RCB had a bit of an easier job, but still a relatively hard one in that they needed to win three of their five matches um, in order to confirm a playoff spot. And so both going into this, this match, both sides had a lot to prove, right? Both sides needed this win under the belt because the teams that they're facing up going forward have some dangerous players with them. Our Rajasthan especially are facing Mumbai, <laughs> CSK, and Delhi after this. So they, this would have been one of their easier fixtures. And so there was a lot at stake and a lot to play for, effectively. In this crucial match, RCB ended up winning the toss. Uh, they chose to bowl first on the surface, uh, reckoning that given the surface itself looked like a batting belter, um, an even covering of grass uh, that seemed to offer even pace and bounce, but not significant amounts of seam or swing movement because of the lack of significant amounts of live grass, they reckoned that it would be easier to chase down a total. Um, so Rajasthan Royals came in to bat first, um, and they started off okay, right? Um, the top two scorers off their entire side were in those opening slots for them, right? Um, Evan sure. Lewis, who was their top scorer, as a matter of fact, um, ended up scoring 58 runs off 37 balls uh, in, in innings that were studied with five fours and three sixes. In contrast, his partner, Yashavi Jaswal, um, his partner in crime, if you will, um, and <laughs> uh, ended up scoring 31 runs of his own uh, off 22 balls uh, at a nut, also a good strike rate of 141. Um, he happened to hit three fours and two sixes in his innings. Um, but from a stage of 101, uh, Rajasthan collapsed uh, to 149 for nine wickets at the close of their innings and 20 overs. Uh, the chief records in and destroyers in chief, if you want to put it that way, were Harshal Patel, who cleaned up the tail um, for recording another three-wicket hole for him. Um, this one coming off 34, uh, only conceding 34 runs off his four uh, allotted quota of four overs. Mm -hmm. And alongside the, him, them though, uh, and probably the people who have delivered the bigger knockout blows though, in destroying that middle order that could have made that total that was looking at 180 at one stage, a, a real total, were the two spinners, right? Yuzvendra Chahal, um, only conceding four and a half runs in his four overs at with 18 runs conceded overall with his the loss of two with with snabbing um two wickets and in a similar vein uh, Shahbaz Ahmed bowling two overs conceding 10 runs and also getting two critical wickets at an important time in those middle overs 
Um, yeah. Yeah, and in reply, Rowan, um, from what I can yeah. tell. Yeah, so so RCB set a target of 150, uh, had a target of 150 runs to get. Um, they ended up getting there in seven, they ended up getting 153, uh, for, lost three wickets in 17.1 overs. So that really does help boost their net run rate. Yep. Top scorers, um, Shrikar Barth and Glenn Maxwell Barth with a 44 off 35 balls with three fours and one six. Glenn Maxwell got a 50 off 30 balls um, with six fours and one six. Um, on the other hand, there wasn't really all that much to write home about in terms of the quality of bowling from um, from Rajasthan. Yeah. Although Mr. Pazur, the fizz, uh, Rahman was was typically very good. Um, for his three overs, he went for 20 runs but got two wickets. So, and only conceded two boundaries, which is pretty impressive considering the rest of his team. Didn't really amount to much. Um, no, they, no. They, they, they capitulated sort of with the bowl. Um, yeah, as well. Um, but but yeah, uh, in the end, a pretty comfortable victory for RCB. Um, and they will take home this win very nicely because it, it makes their job for qualifying uh, for that playoff spot and potentially keeping on to that third position slot where they not have to face uh, the first ranked team. Uh, a little bit easier uh, for them. On the other hand, Rajasthan um, are in a stage now where they're, they're going to have to win their remaining three matches and win them relatively convincingly in order to have a shot at making the playoffs. Um, I, I do want to move on to now the specifics of the match itself. And I actually want to start off with that um, initial partnership between Yashavi Jaiswal and Evan Lewis because both the left-handers both have contrasting styles but yet the meld of both of them together um, really did put Rajasthan Royals in a brilliant position that they then proceeded to squander but a brilliant position nonetheless right uh, so I, I wanted to start off uh, by talking regarding um, Evan Lewis himself, uh, about Evan Lewis, the, the more dominant of the partners, him, partners himself, right? So, Rowan, what would you, uh, what do you have to, what are your thoughts about Evan Lewis today? I think today, personally, I thought this was his best batting performance so far in the IPL. Um, you, got, you know, 58, not shabby at all. And it's really big for, in terms of Rajasthan trying to figure out a settled opening partnership. Right. Jaiswal has been very good. They just haven't figured out who they can put with him right. to to sort of, how do I build a partnership? How do I score a lot of runs? If you look at the teams that are successful in the IPL right now, right? They have, they're have either team, they're teams with long-established or well-experienced um, opening lineups. So you have guys like, of course, CSK has Gaikwad and Faf. Um, Delhi has Dawan and I'm trying to remember who. Uh, and um, what do you call it? Uh, Shaw? Yeah. Um, Dhawan and Shaw, and then Mumbai have Rohit and QDK. Right. So you need an opening partnership that you know will get you at least 50 runs. Right. And, and critically, and to your point, right, there's usually somebody who is the senior partner, right? Yeah. Um, a Faf in Chennai's case, and then a yeah. youngster who comes in and sort of lights up the stage, right? And, and Jaiswal. Or, yeah. or a Shaw, right? Yeah, or, or a particle for RCB, who was playing yeah. in this match in contrast Again, to another good example. Yeah. Right. But where, where, where you know that someone is going to take the aggressive stance and someone is going to consolidate to build the innings. Right. And and given that Yashavi can score quickly, but prefers to play more of an anchoring role, it was nice to see Evan Lewis 
fill in the slot of the immediate aggressor, right? The big, the the one who goes for the big hits and hits those. Just puts the puts the, the the opposition quicks back on the back foot. Exactly, and I I thought he did a brilliant job of that today, Evan Lewis, because yep. two things really stood out for me in his innings. Um, and and it, it's characteristic really of the best Evan Lewis innings that I've seen, both for the international side and the past CPL. And those two things are a his bat speed through the air, because one of the things that's made Evan Lewis so so much of a clean striker and such a an in-demand figure throughout T20 leagues around the world is his ability when he's in fit and firing to be able to strike the ball very cleanly and and effortlessly generate the power because of how quick his bat swing is through the air uh, to clear big boundaries, right? Uh, yeah. And he was able to clear some uh, straight boundaries that were relatively big today with comfortable ease. Um, but then the other thing that really stood out to me uh, was how authoritatively he pulled on the front foot, right? Because um, I mean, that, that's something that's very hard to do. Not a lot of batsmen at international level are very comfortable front foot pullers. Yes, and especially in this Rajasthan lineup with a lot of Indian batsmen who are weak against Just the don't ball. know how to play front foot pulls. Right, right. Um, and and he did a fantastic job of that. And I, and I think what was so brilliant about his innings is he also exploited the two weakest links or what would turn out to be some of the weakest links in this bowling lineup right um those being dan christian and then the newly um sort of i guess the debutant ipl pick in george garden right uh george garden he came into this match with the form behind him in the hundred where he was bowling relatively quickish averaging around 140 kilometers or so um, he's got that left arm slingy angle. He can swing it a bit. So the, the expectations were that he was going to probably give a decent performance. But he bowled too many half trackers. So did Dan Christian. Um, even Harshal Patel, when he initially came in for one over, did the same. And every time they bowled short, right, Evan Lewis went on the front foot and pulled it and smashed it across. And what that did was that it really had two effects, right? One, it put the opposition fast bowlers in the back foot and, and, and forced... Um, Virat to sort of bring in uh, the spinner in, in Chahal um, in early to try to stop uh, the bleeding, right? And, and to rotate some of the paces out because he wasn't quite able to get the perfect combo apart from Siraj, who was able to keep him quiet, who was bowling fuller and had a good spell. But also, Yashabi, on the other hand, right, uh, was benefited by it. And, and the reason why he was benefited by it was because since both the left-handers and since a lot of the shots that Evan Lewis was hitting were these shots on the onside that were clearing the fence with ease or, you know, at least hitting them really hard in that direction. Um, It made Virat almost try to adjust the field to have packed leg side fielders in the deep. But because of the similar angles that the bowlers were bowling to, it seemed like he they, under the pressure, under the scope of pressure, Virat didn't actually adjust the fields for Yashavi that well, right? And so Yashavi had the advantage who, and for the record, Yashavi, who was more comfortable playing square and um, a bit straighter on the offside of the wicket, had the advantage of being able to pierce gaps more because there were less fielders put there because they'd already been moved for Evan Lewis and by extension, Jaswal when the field wasn't moved around, right? So um, I thought it was fantastic that the synergy of both of those uh, complemented each other really well. 
Um, and if we're on the subject of Xavi, right, he played again really well today. Um, he was benefited by that sort of field, those field settings, which he was able to exploit to play his favorite shots, the cut on the offside and so forth. But there are times yeah. where he even manufactured that shot, right? Um, yeah, like that, uh, that that cut off, uh, cut when he's sitting at leg and just just guides it down past the um, the backwards point. Yeah, it was it was incredible, dude, because it was a delivery that was almost. I mean, now that I think of it, it was a delivery that was going uh, that had pitched on leg and that was going. Um, you know, down leg, and he manages to somehow move all the way back. He has that anticipation, right? He, he's able to he have ball the hand and and moves back and just cuts it. And yeah, it and, and does it late too to find the gap. It was brilliant, brilliant stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I felt both of those two ha- set the perfect platform for Rajasthan. Yeah, and then and then everything goes wrong. Everything that can go wrong goes wrong, and it goes wrong quickly. Yes, um, and, and a lot of credit, and and obviously you know, a lot of a lot of this is on Rajasthan's batsman deciding to try and hit everything for six. Yes, when they could have not they could have done that. Out their innings and played properly. Right, and and tried to hit um, if they wanted to attack bowlers, attack them on the ground. Um, yeah, for starters, but um, a um, lot of credit does have to go yeah. to Chahal, right? For starters, and Chahal and, and Shabazz Sh- 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 yeah. who come in and and just just suppress and strangulate because i've seen this i've seen csk do exactly this back during their prime when they had ashwin and jadeja they knew that if they got those two guys to bowl out their eight overs it wouldn't matter all that much what the other batsmen would do because they just suffocate you for so long that you could not score you yeah. could not hit out and yeah. when you try to hit big they get you yeah, and and, 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 was, and they and they pulled back like those two, right? In and the heyday, right? Uh, Ashwin yeah. and Jadeja, they pulled back a score that was looking set to be at least 180. The, the thoughts even of it going to 200, they pulled that back on a so good like pitch. 130, 145, and it's like okay, yeah, CSK can chase the sound like five overs, so, uh, not yeah. five overs, like ten overs. Yeah, well, I mean, RCB in this case, we mean, right? But, yeah, in uh, this yeah. case, they, they did exactly what, yeah. what, what those guys did yeah. for CSK. Yeah, and I think I think what was probably the more disappointing of the lot uh, from a Rajasthan Royals perspective was Shabazz coming in and getting those two wickets, right? Because he's really a seventh bowling uh, option for them, uh, RCB, you know. Um, he... what, But what he did, right, um, that sort of led to that sort of collapse in a way is he bowled with that classical action of his, where he um, gets some loop, um, he, he get, he's not afraid to give the ball some air, and he bowls uh-huh. that sort of um, length that is just tantalizing enough to be like, oh, okay, if I can connect this because he's bowling a little if, bit. If slower. I can hit this, it's going, it's going far. Yeah, yeah. And, and sort it, of laconically, if, if, right, because it it didn't work out that way. Um, but whereas, but I, whereas what I was really impressed with, and, and you were really, you you've been hyping up Shabazz Ayman as like a really really good option going forward. Yeah. I was really impressed by the old man and the. Not old. He's not that old, really. Um, he was in there, uh, who comes yeah. in, and, and he just does what we talked about with Ravi Bishnoi, um, yeah. where he was like, you mixed the googly and the like break while, and in his case, he used the he used he, he basically he realized that these guys were just trying to hit him out of the out of the ground. He was yeah, like, because okay. they, they, I think what happened was they panicked, right? They they had that great start and then they started noticing after yeah, the, the 100 for one. Yeah, so Baza, uh, comes in and it's like, okay, well, you're not having a 
you're not scoring runs right now, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and 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 because they sort of panicked, they they needed to be, they they were there for the taking. If you bowled in an inviting length around that fourth or fifth stump, so just a little bit wider, um, and then asked them to go for the shot and and kept a fielder station at long off, right? Um, and unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, the two middle order batsmen, Lomroar and Livingston, who've been in horrible nick for the record, um, obliged, right? Uh, um, because they felt the pressure as well. Obviously, they haven't been scoring many, um, and it it was it was good bowling from Chahal because he could have gone for runs if Rajasthan's batsmen were were more sensible and decided to target maybe um, shots that were behind the square of the wicket where there weren't any fielders or even sweeps and so forth which were at the square of the wicket but both ended up picking the longest boundary on the ground one that I think was at least above 75 meters right Um, Mm -hmm. and so it was terrible batting uh, or lack of application of batting from woefully out of form batsmen on one end and and Rajasthan's part but it was also brave from Chahal to dangle that carrot and basically be like okay you want to hit me I'll I'll give you that but I'll also I have the confidence I can get you out um, by getting caught in the deep but if you that doesn't happen right I also have the confidence of mixing up that variation googly to deceive you in the flight and allow a wicket keeper to stump you effectively when you try to go down the track to hit me which is what happened in the case of Bloomberg right so um, all things considered very very yeah, impressive it was, showing it was very smart bowling from from those two to really just take the sting out of um, out of Rajasthan and then then there was just the beautiful death bowling of Harshal Patel who has had like the weirdest career yeah, yeah, because he started out amazingly, right? Um, he was in the Under-19 World Cup, so he's viewed as a prospect, I think, in 2008 it was. Um, in 2010. He was in 2010. the 2010 squad yeah. with Mayan Gagarwal and KL Rahul, who have had vastly different careers. Yeah, this- yeah, So it's been, he's been in the Indian domestic setup for at least a decade now. Um, and, and actually, to your point, right, when he made his debut in Ranji, I remember this because I, I'm one of the few people who probably watches Ranji matches, as you know. Um, he took consecutive eight fours against, like, two sides. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah. He's not a bad player. It's like... Yeah, but he, he sort of lost his way, I think, and injury issues and all of that. Yeah, then... he, he got dropped by Gujarat and had to move to Haryana to, yeah. to play. But what's impressed me today, right, is... Um, with a guy like Harshal Patel, right? He doesn't have a lot of other things that other bowlers have, right? He's not particularly quick. He's not particularly uh, great at seeming or swinging the ball. And when he was younger, he used to have a very good late out swinger, um, but not much else and, and not enough control, right? Um, and, and he's not even that what I would call particularly um, quirky as a bowler right like he's a very stock or conventional bowler to look at so there's an, it's not like he deceives them with anything else but what he has learned through the years of piling in domestic and and through you know going through IPL cycles and so forth is he's learned how to be play the smart game right um the game he's learned how to play the game smartly and what i mean by this is he's able to control uh the deliveries that he's bowling very well and he's able to vary up that slower ball really well and one thing that is advantageous to him specifically with his action guarding the slower balls that makes it especially crafty for him to use them that frequently is that he comes with a very longish run-up right so when a bowler or when a batsman especially a lower order batsman sees that the initial instinct is hey this guy's gonna bowl 
yeah, this guy's going to bowl relatively quickly, right? Even if he isn't bowling that quickly. You don't so, know he's not bowling relatively quickly. If you see a guy running from like halfway across <laughs> across the a world the world to, to bowl at you, you were expecting that ball to come out at like 100 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Herschel, only bowl, Herschel only bowls at 100 or 135, but that makes his slower ball more difficult to pick, right? Because they're expecting one that's quicker, and so when they see the slower one, even if they can predict it as one, you still have that initial like split second where you're like, ah, is this you know, um, is is this going to be a quicker one or a slower one, right? And and he bowled the lengths well too, right? Um, I uh, he, he had the advantage for him, admittedly, that uh, the ball uh, had been in the best shape of its match in terms of bowling cutters, which to say it was, um, it had been used and worn out quite a yeah. bit. Um, and so, but, the, by the way, I, I, I am just looking at the last few matches. I think this this IPL is showing that this these wickets suit canny bowlers rather than quick uh, swing friendly bowlers. So the guys that think they're ba- their opponent out rather than right, and especially who bowl at the depth, right? Because as we yeah. saw today, the ball gripped on the pitch, whereas when Arshal tried to bowl the slower balls initially off, right, um, it, it didn't do so, and he, he got thwacked by Lewis for that. But when he came yeah. back. The ball gripped for him properly. And and then he finally, he just, you know, as we were talking about bowling intelligence, right? Like, I, I remember the last ball of the match uh, to get Sakari out, right? Now, this is a number 10, right? So, you you, you know, it, it's not a great wicket to look at in the context of, oh, he got out, dismissed a great batsman or anything. But what was impressive about it is he sensed that Sakari was, because he's not a very tall or big man and he's, he's not a very good batsman, he was going to try to extract as much power as he could uh, to try to slog the ball um, to, to the boundary, right? Because that's how he would be able to get the maximum connection. And so what he did was he bowled a delivery that was wide um, and back of a length and that was slower. And so Sakaria ended up toe-ending that uh, slog and the man stationed at uh, deep mid-wicket ran in and took a very good catch, right? So again, very clever bowling, as you're saying, Rowan, and I, a lot to appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I think I think we need to move on to uh, the the RCB innings, which started off pretty well. I mean, they ended up forty-seven for one up for the first wicket. Um, when after a really good partnership between um, Brad Coley and um, there's a Pali who's again these two guys have been pretty good so far in this IPL. They, they've not really been the issue so much. No, no. Uh, for RCB. Um, and, and they're a big part of the RCB success, and they get uh, and they play pretty well. Yeah, they, they get essentially um, uh, the Royals to uh, a close close to a fifty run stand, right? Chasing one hundred and fifty, you take that from the openers. Um, I thought uh, Virat was the most more impressive of the two, um, in that Virat um, in the previous couple of matches where he scored fifties, right? He's he's sort of played the anchoring role. Um, and he's tried to, you know, uh, set up a total, right? So he's, he's played slower. This time, because he realized the pitch was a fresh one and it was a, a good one, where there wasn't really that much movement in the air um, or off the deck, um, he went after Morris, who's um, Rajasthan's most weakest bowler in terms of form, right? Um, and, and Morris was bowling quick, actually. Um, as a matter of fact, the opening bowlers for both... Um, uh, for both Rajasthan's opening bowlers, um, Tiagi clocked up to 145 Ks in this match. Morris was bowling a few more consistently in the 140 kilometers range that he's known for um, when he isn't out of form. But Kohli recognizes a good pitch and then banged him in that very first over for three three fours. And that set a statement that 
hey, we're in charge of this chase and you're going to have to react and respond to this, right? It was, it was a very um, canny decision. Uh, it was a calculated risk that Coley took and he, it, it came off well for him. Um, he was helped, admittedly, by the fact that I thought um, specifically, you know, Morris and Tiagi, even though they generated that extra pace, they really won. Um, and, and, he, and they got some lifters too, right? Like there were some short balls that Samson was taking at like he- above head height and so forth, right? Yeah. But I thought that they bowled either too full or too short, and that uh, and, and that sort of squandered the momentum that Virat could, a guy like Virat, who's experienced and who's known how to play in these sort of circumstances, could exploit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I I also thought just when the case of Virat, right, his running between the wickets, man. Um, I mean, that that has been his greatest strength as a batsman. It, people talk about Virat Kohli, the, the, his elegant drives and cuts and all that stuff. It's like, yeah. But what makes him terrifying as a batsman? Because there are batsmen who are pretty batsmen, right? Who, who yeah. can hit those elegant shots. They can, they can hit big. They can hit big shots. They're, they're power hitters and all that. What makes Virat Kohli so good is that he's so quick between the wickets. He's, yeah. he's always willing to put his foot down and get over to the other end to to get the quick to get turn ones and uh, turns one turn ones into twos and twos into threes and we saw that that. and we saw that today right because um uh, lances the ball down to like uh long on or something like that yeah it's like off his pads and he just sprints the first one yeah comes back for the second looks sees that they they have they've just gone to the ball and they're way down at the boundary so he's like okay let's get the third one in and get an extra run here yeah and and it was critical too right because it was off um uh, the Royals' best bowler today, right, was the Fizzur, and it yeah. was um, also oh, poor Fizz, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it was poor. It was poor to see him on the losing side today because he bowled well. He, he bowled sensibly. Um, he defeated even Virat actually earlier in that over, um, uh, who played across the line a little bit too much for his liking against the Fizzur. Yeah. He's probably going to have to improve that. But um, he 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 got the ball to. He was one of the few bowlers who actually got the ball to move on this pitch uh, a little bit as well. But that's what made that three so special, right? Because it was a guy who had beaten him, um, all ends up a couple of deliveries back, and he was bowling well. And so when you have bowlers like that, which are hard to hit, you need to be able to get as many runs as you can off them through rotation of the strike. Um, and he did that very well in getting yep. that three. Uh, after the last ball, Padikal uh, hit more boundaries, though. Um, that was his his thing that he did. Um, and then comes the two guys that basically took this match home for RCB, Barth right. and Maxwell. Right. I, before we get to those two, I just want to make a brief shout out for another left Um You can't seem to not talk about him when you're talking about Art Rajasthan, and I thought he bowled one of the best. Um, uh, spells uh, that I've seen in this entire IPL, which is why I think it's worth a shout out, Sakaria, right? Yeah. Um, and he he um, really stifled up Devdutt Particle, who was able to hit those boundaries, as you mentioned, right? Because uh, what he did was he bowled um, a very consistent sort of fifth stumpish line. Uh, he the field that he got set for him, uh, or they told Samson to keep, was also great too. Where um, he had a slip, um, and then he had somebody in the fly, fly slip region and in a backwards point or a gully region, yeah. I should say, um, to stop that late guide shot that Particle plays. Right, because one of the ways that Particle likes to rotate the strike is by playing that sort of late um, glide uh, back of square of the wicket on the offside, right? And he really stifled him up. And then uh, that sort of set the stage for Mustafizur to take that wicket. And he would have gotten a wicket to Sakaria if Samson, who 
was okay as a keeper in this match. Um, didn't squander a brilliant uh, in-swinger that had gotten the edge and, and didn't drop it. Um, so I just wanted to give a, a quick shout-out. But on to Maxwell and Parth, because they I mean, really won this match. Parth is... I'm, su- I'm surprised. I'm just surprised that he's come into the squad and he's been this good. Yeah, I, I think... I mean, there is a caveat here in that I, I don't think he's played particularly well against the Pacers, um, especially the tall quicks. I mean, I mean again, he, he is... He, uh, this is what, his like first IPL? Yes, yes. I, I mean, I've seen him in domestic too. He does tend to struggle with the short ball um, and, 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 and against quality Pacers, right? So he has got the opportunity to not have to play against uh, informed Pacers uh, and, and score those two innings that he scored of 30 and 40 uh, since he's been inducted in the side. Um, here uh, that he played in the previous match as well, right? But having said that, what I, I thought was very good about him specifically, right, was that um, he actually played shots behind square of the wicket, right? And especially to some of the paces as well. Um, and so, given that that's the part of the ground of the boundary, I mean, the, the, the boundaries on this ground, right, are the shortest there, you would expect a little bit more improvisation or at least more shots that are played in that region so that you don't have to worry about, um, you know, wondering if the ball is going to go for four because it's too long or if you're going to get caught out in the field at the deep, right? Because there weren't that many fielders there as well. So I thought that was really sensible from him. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought he also exploited the fact that Rajasthan don't really have good spinners in this lineup and 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 use uh, get got to the pitch of the ball with them pretty well as well. Yeah, and Maxwell was, again... He's the most mercurial player in the IPL, and he kind of showed what happens when you get him on a good day. He hits a fifty. Yeah, yeah, and he played very sensibly too. I, I think that's that's what this season, right? He's you, you mentioned that he's mercurial, right? But uh, and, and it shows in the stats, right? He only has ten IPL fifties, including this one, and he's played for what five, six years now. Um, yeah. But what worked for Maxwell today and, and has worked honestly throughout this entire season not unlike uh, a certain Sandu Samson uh, on the other end is that A he takes his time now uh, first he set, sets himself up and then goes for some of the bigger hits uh, when the match situation is appropriate but also um, he again now start is starting to become more mature even the way he deals with partnerships right the old yeah. maxwell would just be going to try to slam as many six everything yeah out of the book right and playing all the improvisatory you know shots that he can the switch hits and all and he still does that right but what he did now was he recognized that bharat on the other end was playing well so he gave him the majority of the strike first um and he you know basically got boundaries playing the ball straight and, and not aerial, right? Because Maxwell usually likes slogging the ball aerially. But today he played shots that were drives, um, that were down the ground, but that were kept on the ground largely. And and yeah. so he was able to ease up the pressure till the very end when Morris pulled him. And and I think the that final over from Morris was really indicative of the state of this Rajasthan team compared to the state of this RCB team in the match overall, right? Because Morris I, having a horrible day in general, right? Yeah. Ended up going for close to 12 runs, over 12 runs and over, right? Um, 50 yeah, runs. He was, he was 12 and a half and over, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Morris in this final over is actually bowled incredibly, in, incredibly poorly because he bowled too many balls off a length at the end, right? Um, and Maxwell was able to tonk him very easily and, and improve that net run rate in sort and, and that entire exchange at the end right between the two of them right where 
uh, you know, Morris is getting fed up and he had a word with Maxwell and then Maxwell proceeds to tonk him before um, down the ground to seal a win. It's just so indicative of what um, these two teams are. Yeah, or at least were in the context of this match. Yeah, right? I, I just wanted to bring up one last thing. It's sort of on the note of um, Samson and Maxwell um, and how they've matured. Um, I was thinking there was an interview uh, KP did a while back hmm. he's like so how do you bat in these situations and he said well one thing that i did that worked for me was i thought about it in terms of 10 10 and 10. yeah and the interviewer was like what does that mean as many of our viewers might be asking um what what he means is that he in test cricket he would wait 10 overs before looking to play aggressively in odi cricket he would wait 10 balls to wait before he started to play aggressively and in T20 cricket, he would wait 10 ball, uh, ten minutes before he began to play aggressively. Basically, his idea is like you have to give yourself enough time, get yourself into the situation in which you need to get runs, but you don't want to just like wool gather and sort of just sit around, do nothing. Yeah. If you I... give yourself 10 overs in, in test cricket, it's typically 60 balls. And by that point, it should yeah. be around 20 runs. That's fine. Yeah, and, I, and to your point, right, I think that's what Maxwell's been doing so well of late and Samson, right? Because, yes, they're starting slower than usual, but they're critically not you, very they're early. Not getting out early. Yeah, they're not getting that's, out early. That's, 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 the, that's the trade-off, right? Yeah, they're, they're not looking, going hell for leather from ball one. Right, they're looking but, solid, and they're, they're still managing to rotate the strike and not, like, because they're playing... They're innings, which is... Yeah. Exactly. They're not bogging down the innings per se, right? Um, which is what has been impressive in seeing how both of these guys have matured. And that's why they're among the leading run scorers for both sides in this uh, in, in this tournament, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that, you know, um, overall, really good win for RCB. Um, I think the, you know, what will be important for both of these teams going forward, I guess we should probably discuss that, right, in terms of key takeaways, right? Yeah. Um, and I think for Rajasthan, right? Um, in terms of key takeaways, can we, can we, let's talk about let's talk about uh, RCB first because I want to come back to Rajasthan because I think there's something that's really big that we need to talk about in that sense. If that's sure. okay with you? Yeah, yeah, sure. sure. I, I think RCB. I think they get a, they get a takeaway from this match that okay, we have a formula that works. Yes. If we keep working on this kind of strategy and we get good support from our bowlers, we have a chance at actually making it making a run for a trophy this year right uh, and they, specifically they're currently to your second point. in the table which is yeah. on, because they have a but csk has a game in game in hand which they probably are going to win yeah so i think from their perspective it's like okay we're pretty sure that it, we'd have to lose the next three matches to not make the playoffs so let's not do that <laughs> Yeah, and, and let's let's have like a settled batting order lineup. And and to your point, I think what's working for them specifically is Bharat the three, right? Um, because he's a keeper, so he takes off pressure from AB, who can just worry about playing the finisher role. I know he hasn't scored many runs in this IPL, but he's not being asked to do so more very often. Yeah, he's not asked to be literally the best player, the, the the one of the two good players. Yeah, he's not asked to perform superhero stunts basically, which he yeah. usually does for RCB. Which, at his age, is probably for the best. Yes, yes, uh, and so Bharat um, provides them a stability in the order. Mohammad Siraj, even though he didn't get any wickets in this match, has come along very nicely. He he's bowling new ball spells that are very economical and threatening. 
Um, Harshal Patel at the death is is set up. Um, the spinners are now coming into their own with Chahal, especially who had a poor first leg of the season. So I think everything for them is working well. Um, they just need to continue the sort of approach, and then I think they also need to sometimes um, establish specifically what the match requirements or situations are, right? And and they're doing a good job of it. But I think sometimes you know, like they need to. I, even in this match, right? I feel like um, you know a guy like Bharat um, was able to work only because Maxwell understood the, the the context of the match and gave him that majority of the strike, right? So yeah. I, I think they they need to work, ensure that that's the kind of batting that they do in partnerships where both people are responding and working towards the match situation. Um, in terms of our in terms of Rajasthan Royals, though, um, really tough pill for them to swallow because now they have to win three matches against three of the most well-known teams in this IPL going yeah. forward. Uh, and I think the, the main takeaways for Rajasthan, um, they're actually three really, because um, in my mind uh, specifically, right, uh, Rajasthan have to look at replacing Morris. Um, it's hard because Morris is a MVP player and if he clicks, he can win the matches, but he has been horrendously out of form this season, right? Um, and Today, what will be disappointing or for them to see is that he even clocked that extra pace, right? He was in the 140s more consistently. He had a pitch which had even pace and bounce, which he could exploit. But he still ended up getting tonked around, right? And, and was comfortably Rajasthan's worst bowler in this match. Um, and, and he's not able to maintain a consistent line and length. He's not able to bowl to the bowling plans that are set. Um, so I think he has to go. Um, Tewatiya also has to go wasn't threatening with the ball um you know Bharat was able to play him comfortably Maxwell had no issues with him either uh they were able to pick boundaries off him at will Rohan um yeah. and yeah so that 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 was um disappointing for me as well um I, I think Samshi has to come in um I know he had a first bad match in this tour but he is the world's number one ranked T20s uh spinner for a reason or bowler actually for that reason um and he is he provides you a different angle right he provides you a dimensionally dimensionality into this lineup where he's a left-arm chinaman you don't get too many of those uh batsmen do get confounded very often by that angle uh, especially domestic indian batsmen who probably haven't seen that as much and, and are more prone to getting out and so forth so um yeah i think he has to come in and then i think the final thing i would say is um livingston man the hype around him he was killing it's, it's it. It's very disappointing. Yeah, he was killing it in the. I he was killing it in the hundred. He was killing it in, in, in the T20 blast. He was killing it in um in in the BBL. He, he, he was doing pretty well in the CPL. Like he too. was even doing really well for like the international side, man. Yeah. Like, it and he we was even pulling some leggies, right? Like he's not bowling any leggies here, so he's not being imbued with any any of that pressure, and he's still struggling. I think part of it is he just wants to prove himself in the IPL, right? And he, he's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and also you you want to earn that big money contract, exactly, right? So you you want to justify that, and I, I don't think he's doing a very good job of it. Um, yeah. So I think. I think there is still an advantage of keeping him because he plays spin better than most uh, foreign or English batsmen. Um, yep. And the other option in the squad who I would replace him for every place not named Sharjah um, is Miller, right? Uh, um, who is notoriously poor against the spinners. Um, yeah. He's a South African batsman. He doesn't read it off the hand. It can be very difficult. But yeah. I think there was, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about before we wrap up. I was when I was watching this match. I was thinking, and I was talking to you about this um, before we started recording. I was like, "Hmm, 
You know what this team reminds me of? What Rajasthan is? They're the protagonist team, aren't they? They're the protagonist. They're the protagonist of the IPL. They're not the good team. They're not. They're just not. Right? They're a team that has to overcome so much. Some of it is self-inflicted. Yes. Much of it is. Yes. But a lot of it's just stuff outside of their control. Yeah, like all that foreign contingent, uh, some of the Very best T20 players in the world, Butler and, uh, you know, Butler, Archer. Stokes, Archer, yeah. all of or unavailable. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're overseas foreign players who are performing brilliantly in the IPL beforehand. Morris suddenly goes missing. Um, you know, Livingston, who's been really good in T20 cricket for the last like three or four years. Anonymous. Yeah, it... it it's a tough pill to swallow for them, and and but it's it's the character that they show at moments, right? They don't show it all the time, right? Like the batting display was inept today, but when the match was over, right, or, or it was close to, it was obvious that RCB had this chase in the bag, uh, and unless they did a Punjab, they weren't going to lose it, right? You saw how like Mustafizur almost intercepted a ball that was going to go for six, um, and you know brought it back into the field and, and, and it on, they only were able to get a one. You saw Rian Parag being brilliant with the dives and saving in the field. Even when the target had come down to like five runs and over, you were still seeing them, you know, diving and leaping and, and trying to just stop the ball and save those singles for their bowlers, right? And it's just hard not to f- root for this team in a way, right? Because they fight even when it's... I mean- I would say it's hard not to root. I'd say it's easy not to root for this team. It's easy to not root for this team if you use your mind and are like, okay, this is If you think rationally about cricket. Yeah, well, if you think rationally, I mean, even if you think rationally about... No, no, no. If you think rationally about cricket, you hate this team because they have all this talent that consistently mess up. Right, uh, but, but but it's the it's But the, the beauty of cricket, the beauty, yeah. the, the romanticism of cricket is yeah. that it doesn't matter. Because they mess up in their own special way. It isn't, and it, most of the time, it isn't their fault that they mess up. Exactly, that's the thing, right? Like they, and they show on multiple occasions, right, that this could be a very good side. Samson, a guy who you know was criticized left, right, and center in previous IPLs for scoring one beginnings and throwing it away, he's consistently scoring for them. Ishawi Jaswal, a guy, guy who you know is an under-19 kid who was completely out of sorts in his first season. Most teams would have you know scrapped, put him in the scrap heap, right? Or, they bring or would him have back. Moved, him, moved him down the order. They, they stuck with him. And you know what? Full credit to Rajasthan. They have managed to make themselves into the protagonists of this IPL. Yeah. And it's 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 a bizarre thing because I hate Rajasthan because they, they're so consistently bad at everything for no reason. And I'm like, I hate your... I, I don't even know why I hate But your there team, but is a reason. It's it's like, you. it's one of those... Yeah, that's my point. I, I, I didn't think about this until this match. Because I was looking at these guys. I'm like, why do I like watching Rajasthan? Like, I hate this team. And the answer is because they're the protagonists. They're not the Mumbai's or the Chennai's or the uh, Kolkata or Delhi or RCB. Where they're just like, they're a good team. They know what they're doing most of the time. Right, but they're, they're, they're also not particularly always exciting teams, right? And yeah. even well, besides the excitement, right? They're, they're, the, they're, machine. they're, they're, they're yeah. the machine, especially Mumbai, the machine that keeps on winning. Yeah, Mumbai and Chennai are just machines. They, they have a formula, they put players into that formula, and then they they figure out how many wins they're going to get that year. Yeah. And whoever has the most wins at the end of the year probably is going to win the IPL. Ex- exactly. But this team, right? This team... Defies your expectations. They get rid of the entire formula. They instead 
bring in interpretive dance. <laughs> exactly. To, to, to sum it up, right? If teams like successful teams like Mumbai and CSK are the machine, this team is the rage against the machine. And I'm oh, going to end it on that note. I know it's corny, but I'm going to end it on that note because, um, yeah, it, I mean, you know, that's a good that's as good place as any to end it. Yeah. All so right. uh, we'll um, we'll be covering the 44th match. It's coming up as well. Uh, and stay safe, guys. Uh, and we'll see you tomorrow.